Are you an entrepreneur or looking to become one? Looking to stay motivated, find happiness and true success? You're in the right place. Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome, my friends, to episode 28 of the Empower Humans podcast. My name is Phil Rouse, and I'm grateful, as always, for you joining me. And I'm flattered that you take your time as we learn and grow together here with this podcast. We are talking today about habits, both good and bad. The title of this episode is Habits, Prison or Paradise. I think you must know by now that our habits make us what we are, ultimately, We'll be talking about those principles and developing good habits and even how to replace bad habits. Before we jump into that, I want to remind you again that you are priceless. Your value exceeds that of all the riches and treasures of this world combined. Have you ever walked into a really nice big hotel like in Vegas, for example? They have these beautiful resorts, even designer stores. There's a Rolex store in the Wynn Hotel that must have millions of dollars in inventory right there on the strip, including a couple of Rolexes that were worth well over two hundred to maybe $500,000 each. And you are worth more than all of that. And that is just one small spot on this planet. Your value is tremendous, and you are irreplaceable. You are absolutely priceless. Furthermore, I want you to know and always remember that you're never alone. We're here for you, and there's loving support available for whatever you may be going through. Know that you aren't alone both in terms of support, people like me and others around you, and the fact that you're going through whatever it is in your life as you go through and progress here, you're not alone in that particular thing. We're all going through something. We all experience challenges and trials. This podcast is about uniting and lifting humanity together to live up to our true value and potential. And that's why I remind you of our priceless inherent worth. And these are unchanging principles. That's why I kind of remind you of it every time because it's easy sometimes to forget in this world we live in. Now, let's talk a little bit about habits. The word habit has a couple of definitions. The one we're most used to at this stage is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. The word habit originally referred to clothing, the specific things we wear or present to the world, and I think there's something to be learned by that. Bob Proctor said that habits are ideas and behaviors planted in your subconscious mind, nourished and repeated until they become second nature. Any idea that you dwell on and focus on becomes fixed in the subconscious mind and becomes a habit. Also, Aristotle said that, quote, excellence is an art won by training and habituation, which is like saying habits, by the way. We do not act rightly because we have virtue or excellence, but we rather have those because we have acted rightly. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act but a habit, end quote. What do you think he means in that last part of that quote? We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act but a habit. Have you ever watched someone perform a great feat, a great performance of some sort, sports or otherwise? Maybe maybe watch the Olympics or one of the Cirque du Soleil shows. We talked about Vegas already. Or somebody perform maybe a heroic act of some sort, a fireman, or whatever it might be. Normal citizens perform heroic acts every day as well. All of these are different situations, but are the results of a mindset and a habitual set of actions. These people who compete in the Olympics, for example, generally have worked for decades to build their body, make a certain skill, maybe skill set, second nature for them and make their body excel at that particular skill set, whether it be figure skating or running track or playing tennis 
or any of the other myriad of sports and events. I remember Andre Agassi's book Open when he talked about his early youth and practicing tennis for many, many, many hours. His dad modified a baseball pitching machine and aimed it very low, so he had to constantly hit these balls that were really hard to get, and he had to hit them back over the net and learn to do that competitively and over and over and over and over and over. And he calculated that he was hitting well over a million balls per year, a million shots per year as he developed his skills in tennis. Now, are you hitting a million shots and whatever it is you're trying to accomplish? We have to set our standards correctly for whatever thing we're truly trying to accomplish here. Otherwise, we're just lying and cheating ourselves. I'm going to be interviewing more musicians, performers, actors, people in sports, authors, and other public figures to discuss all these things for you. People who have accomplished great things through great habits. And Vince Lombardi said, quote, winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing, end quote. We've talked before about how our mind is like a garden. I recently listened to a book from John Maxwell in which he used that same analogy, so we must be on the same wavelength. How are our minds and even our lives like a garden? And I love that analogy because a garden is kind of a natural thing, and whatever happens there is based on what we do to till the ground and cultivate the garden and take care of it. A garden requires constant effort to maintain its beauty and growth, and if you're not careful, you know, to nurture and cultivate it properly... Weeds and other pests will overtake the garden and even destroy it. Okay, think about how that may have played out in your life in various ways, good and bad. Now, can I tell you a story? Good. And thank you for saying yes. (laughs) It means a lot. Once there was a wealthy man who requested an old sage to wean his son away from his bad habits. The sage took the boy for a stroll through a garden. Stopping suddenly, he asked the boy to pull out a tiny plant growing there. The boy held the plant between his thumb and forefinger and pulled it out. The old man then asked him to pull out a slightly bigger plant. The boy pulled hard and the plant came out, roots and all. Now pull out that one, said the old man, pointing to a bush. The boy had to use all his strength to pull it out. Now take this one out, said the old man, indicating a big tree. The boy grasped the trunk and tried to pull it out, but it would not budge. It's impossible, said the boy, conceding defeat. So it is with bad habits, said the sage. When they are young, it is easy to pull them out, but when they take hold, it becomes impossible to uproot them. This meeting with the old man changed the boy's life. Moral of the story, don't wait for bad habits to grow in you. Drop them while you have control over them, or else they will control you. Okay, another great man told how he had planted a tree in his yard. It started to grow crooked and could have been fixed. It's just like this other garden analogy with a, with another tree. It could have been fixed with a little straightening by lining up another straight stick next to it, as you may have seen in the past sometimes in a park or somebody's yard. And as it would grow, if you would have done that, it would have kept straight. Somehow, he didn't get around to doing that in time, and the tree just continued to grow crooked until it was too late. Nothing could be done but accept it or cut it down. This is the way it works in our lives. When I was studying music, for example, they were very particular about showing me how to practice correctly, these various teachers I had. They always said if you get lazy and sloppy and don't practice correctly, you only get better at doing it the wrong way. That's how it is in your business as you go out and try to sell a product or in your relationship with a spouse or significant other, your your kids in particular, think about this, and just about every other situation that matters in your life. Let's not get sloppy 
or complacent or lazy. Let's practice the right way and get better at doing things the right way. People always talk about the, the little things mattering most. You know, Colin Powell said, quote, If you're going to achieve excellence in big things, you develop the habit in little matters. Excellence is not an exception. It is a prevailing attitude, end quote. The so-called little things really do make all the difference. There's been, I remember there was a song by a band called Bush in the 90s called Little Things. Little Things That Kill and all these things about little things you may have heard in various capacities, both in ancient texts all the way up to very modern texts and songs about the little things making all the difference. I love the quote by Tony Robbins where he said, quote, both success and failure are found in the little things, end quote. Isn't that true, though? Haven't you found that in your own life when you've had successes in your family or losing weight or making money or any of the other things in life? It was a series of little things that generally made it happen. Just just like thousands of little individual stitches can make a quilt or blanket to keep someone warm. We have to esteem these so-called little things along the way to matter. Each day matters. It's like a chain. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Every single day, every single stitch in that blanket or that quilt matters. Everything we do and every moment of our lives matters. It's not to put pressure on anybody because we all need sleep and rest also. That matters in the whole process as we balance ourselves along with the universe, which again demands balance. So don't get overwhelmed by all this. Everything matters though. I think it's worth being mindful of every little practice as you learn your instrument and every workout as you try to develop your body and or get back into shape. It all matters a great deal. Whatever little habits you have in your relationship as you try to nurture and feed that properly. It matters a great deal because it's all part of the the links of a chain, like we said, and the day-to-day cultivating of the garden, using that analogy, this garden of our lives that keep the weeds out and maximize the positive fruits of that garden, so to speak. Now, my friends, every one of us has some sort of bad habits, okay? So don't feel bad. There's nothing to be ashamed of. We have to be honest with ourselves as to what those habits are, why they exist. Sometimes figuring all that out will require digging deeply into the recesses of our minds and pinpointing memories or circumstances that led to the development of some of these bad habits. It's been observed, actually, that bad habits are generally caused through stress and boredom. Have you thought about that before? Have you ever heard that before? Uh, Although sometimes there's deep-rooted issues that have a lot of bearing on on that and, and how we respond in stressful or boring situations in our lives, some sort of free time, some sort of leisure time, and then some natural tendencies of us as mankind because we have kind of these tendencies that can be destructive if we let them run wild, just like if we let the garden run wild and the weeds take over. Another important fact about that is that bad habits don't get broken or eliminated. They get replaced. If you want it done correctly, remember the analogy recently about a TV on a table and wanting to replace it with maybe a better TV or something else. First thing you have to do is you got to get rid of that old TV or the old item or the old bad habit. And as it gets removed, immediately finding something better to put in its place to continually make that garden of of your life better and better and better. If you want to overcome smoking, for example, or other things that are widely considered maybe bad habits, again, it is important to be honest with ourselves and realize that they must be replaced with some other coping mechanism. Uh, People often, you know, with smoking, they use a patch 
as they gradually replace the the way the body receives nicotine and gradually reduce the intake of that drug. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. It absolutely requires a concerted effort. But please know that whatever you're grappling with in the realm of quote-unquote bad habits can be resolved. Those bad habits can be replaced, and little by little, our lives can become better and better. You have to believe that fact and, and have some faith in that as you embark on that journey. Your life can become better, and replacing those bad habits with good ones is at the heart of what will bring that desired result. Find and create a positive support system around you with the people who love and care about you and let them know what you're trying to do. Get rid of any any triggers that might trigger you. You might have some sort of maybe addiction like we talk about smoking. Make sure you tell yourself the right things along the way as well. You say, I no longer want to engage in this bad habit, for example, smoking, overeating, whatever it is. See yourself succeeding in your mind's eye. See it. Visualize it. Attract that energy by telling yourself that you can be back in shape or where you want to be or accomplish all the sales goals you have in your business or get your family situation back on track in a very short time of a few weeks or maybe a few months, whatever is realistic for that particular individual situation that you're dealing with. Now, accept also that there may be little failures along the way. I'm kind of a perfectionist person. I've come to realize that's not a great way to think in life. It's kind of ironic. It's not a perfect way to live our lives, even if you are a perfectionist. It becomes kind of a paradox to think that way because the things in this world just aren't perfect. But we can try and strive for perfection over and over and over and gradually become better and better and better and better. So don't be downtrodden by the fact that you will have little failures along the way. Don't plan on that being the end result, though. And remember, we talked multiple times about failure is an event, not a person. So if there's a little failure, fine. There's nothing we can do about the fact that it already happened. Nothing in the past we can really change in any great degree. We can only change it by how we move forward. So we can pick up the pieces, whatever it is, and move forward correctly. You have to muscle through and, and persevere, as we discussed in our last episode about perseverance and keep striving even if you fall down or mess up along the way you can do it and i genuinely and wholeheartedly believe in you because i know as we said at the beginning that you are priceless remember the title of this is habits are a prison or a paradise and so and most of us have kind of a combination of both oddly enough but you have priceless inherent worth you can do this and you can develop the habits you need Replace the ones you don't for the most positive trajectory of your life. I promise you, I know from experience, having worked with and dealt with tons and tons of people in my life, you have that same power and energy in you. We just have to awaken it if you haven't yet and run with it. Do what you got to do with it. And if you need any other support or other questions, send us messages. Empowerhumans.com, Empower101 on Instagram and Twitter. You can contact us anytime. If you're feeling down, whatever the case might be, we're here for you. This podcast is a, is a public service for you to lift you and to lift humanity. And again, it's part of a greater movement that I'm developing here of other special events and other things we're going to be doing in terms of humanitarian work and service throughout the world. So we want to help lift you, not just as a whole as humanity, but every single individual with your individual circumstances. And as we wrap up here, and with all my gratitude in my heart that you're joining me each week for these podcasts or each time that we have these, I've got some great interviews coming up, by the way, but I want to reiterate our usual challenges. Study. If you haven't been studying, start studying. 
no time like the present. And if you've already been studying, keep studying. Whatever the case may be, study things that you find interesting, that you find captivating for whatever your particular interests and talents might be. Study. I'm still going through about a book a week myself. I just started my 36th book of the year as of the recording of this podcast. And that's not to toot anybody's horn. It's just my accountability. I'm keeping track. So you can do that too. Start now from this time to next year. You can go through a book a week or a book a day or a book an hour, whatever the case might be. It doesn't have to just be books. There's videos galore, all kinds of things you can learn from all kinds of media and resources. We don't have any excuses, my friends. So study, learn your brain, mind, and soul need it. Okay. And the next challenge is make great moments. Think of the things and the people in our lives that matter most and make great moments around those things. That can be in terms of some sort of a surprise or a special note, get your spouse flowers or some other gift, whatever the case might be in your particular circumstances. There have been a couple times where I surprised my kids with some gifts and they're going to remember that. Even if it's just a little Lego toy or something here and there, people remember these things. And when I've said this before, when we come to the end of our sojourn here in this life on earth, we're going to look back and we will have some regrets. We'll, we'll all have some mistakes, some bad habits as we've talked about here. But these making great moments and the things we study and learn, that's the stuff we're going to take with us. And all of that will be pillars of greatness and joy that will overshadow all that stuff, I promise. So will you make great moments? Find something to do today for the people you care about, your coworkers, your roommate, whatever the situation might be, your mailman, give them a give them a a special card to thank them for all the work they do whatever it might be make great moments spread joy and cheer and i promise you're going to lift yourself up as you put that energy out into the universe it's going to come back to you a million fold of positive great joy and energy for you and again the last challenge as usual let's keep doing this podcast together i love you i'm grateful for you and i'm flattered that you spend time with me in these podcasts we've got other great amazing things coming i promise you're going to see some of these things unfold here soon if you stick with me and until next time empower yourself empower the world around you Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.